Blog Talk Radio.
she delivered a message regarding empowering women. So okay. I didn't see my pastor. Um, while well, I wasn't at my church this Sunday, I was at a visiting church listening to my sister speak, um, which was very, very yeah. enlightening and very powerful. Um, speaking about women and, and the power that women have, and um, praying, and give us give us a couple of highlights. It was pretty good. She she talked about. Um, the the power that women have, the how we're connected to going out and creating um disciples and the meaning of discipleship. Um how sometimes women fall I guess in the shadows of man or the shadows of what God calls us to do. We don't always walk into our purpose. Um, as women because of, yeah. you know, the things that are said or things that we hear or, you know, just not fully embracing your purpose um, that God has for you. Um, the church um, title was um, Empowering Women, um, Women Emphasis Month. They, they were All month they were focusing on women and the importance of women and the power that women have and carry. And she kind of um, touched on that and gave us as women very encouraging um, steps, gave examples in the Bible where women um, were powerful, were called upon to do great things and for the for God and the kingdom and kingdom building as far as discipleship is concerned. So it was it was really good. And she's closing it out next Sunday as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And her right. The power of a praying woman. But go ahead, Miss Tasha. That's all right. Um, I know our message was about um getting back to God and um our first lady spoke and okay. and she uh she really talked about God being a good father and despite the things that uh the things that we go through that he'll he he loves us through everything and he wants um you know, he wants us to talk to him. And she really um she really put a lot of emphasis on like having a relationship with him no matter like what's going on, just find your way back to him. And she ended uh she ended with um calling his names, his the different the different names that he's called in his attribute and there was a soul saved. Amen. So Service was very, service was very nice. So, yeah. with all that, with all that said, I like to get into our topic of getting closure because I think a lot of times we um, we have situations that go on in our life, and sometimes we need closure so that we'll be all right. And then there are times where we don't get closure in situations, but we still have to be all right. So that's mm-hmm. the reason why I picked it. And, you know, and I actually picked it based on a a personal situation that I uh, recently, recently <laughs> encountered, but that peace that surpasses all understanding is what's <laughs> giving me closure to the situation. Okay, okay. So 
and and I kind of wanted to just keep it open, you know, just keep it open because there's so many areas that sometimes people need closure in relationships. Uh, you know, a lot of most of the time it's in relationships with their all type of relationships. So, what you got for me tonight? Let's talk. Well, first off. When you think about closure, there's so many different avenues in life that we seek closure, mm-hmm. um, whether it be a friendship, a relationship, a job, um, who, who, whatever, whatever, anything you could possibly think of where you are tied to something or someone that requires that there's sometimes there's an emotional attachment to, um, and then it comes to an end. Um, we always look for the exit, like what is it that I need to move past this situation, Um, whether it be an apology, whether it be the two individuals sitting down having a conversation about what went wrong and what they're going to move, you know, do moving forward. Um, Closure is, is the final goodbye. Um, but you made a perfect point when you said how to get past certain things or situations when you don't have closure, when you don't get that apology that you're looking for, or when you don't get the opportunity to sit down and have a powwow with an individual about what it is you're feeling. Again, it could be any area of your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship or a friendship. It could be other things that you might need closure um, from, you know, a bad relationship with a parent or the death of a child or a family member or, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many different avenues to closure. When I was looking at the different areas of closure and how we get to closure, the question that came to mind is what's the point of closure? What purpose does okay. closure serve? For individuals, um, again, no matter what area of your life is in, what are you seeking that closure for? Is that closure so that you can move past the situation? Is that closure for you so that you can sleep at night? Is that closure so that you can get past your anger or hurt, frustration? Um, is it, you know, what what does the closure do for you? Because again, sometimes you attach closure to the apology that you might not never get. Um, you attach closure mm-hmm. to a conversation that you might never have. Um, so for me, closure is letting go, um, remaining, retaining your freedom. Connection to that is happiness. Like everyone talks about, um, oh, well, he makes me happy or she makes me happy or that makes me happy. But I am a firm believer, and I didn't always used to be that way, but I definitely am now. I really believe that we are responsible for our own happiness. I don't think Absolutely. that we should put that burden on someone else. Now, of course, there are people in your lives and things in your lives. We're both married women, so, of course, you know, our husbands make us happy with certain things they do or say or you know, just the life that we have with them. But I think that it's unfair um, for people to expect other people or other things to make and or keep them happy. Ultimately, you know you. You know who you are, what it takes 
for you to take, you know, what emotions drive you, what things drive you. Um, so you're responsible, in my opinion, for your own happiness. Letting go of situations, letting go of things, let them go of circumstances is a form of freedom that's tied to your happiness. So if I wanted closure from something, I would have to dig deep to figure out what does my freedom from that situation, what's the cost of it, and how do I maintain my happiness in the process? That's good stuff. I like it. Um, closure for closure for me, again, like you said, is letting go, but it's more about having peace. It's about mm-hmm. having peace in the situation, no matter if it's like a happy situation and, you know, like you moving away and you have to say bye to all, you know, I recently lo- relocated, uh, you know, not I recently relocated. So saying bye to the people that I love, you know, just getting closure, uh, you know, and even I've had some not so easy situations to deal with. And Mm -hmm. it was more so about more about having peace about it. So for me, it's about peace. Because either way it goes, you have to move forward. For your happiness, you have to move forward to do what's best for you. I just like uh, I like to have peace. And one mm-hmm. of the things that one of the things I realized of what closure does is it helps you know your strengths and your weaknesses. Because in good situations, when you saying bye that strong emotion is there, like you're really going to miss a person, and that's because what you add to them and what they add to you. And then, mm-hmm. like, in bad situations, it helps you assess what could I what could I have done better or um, pretty much what could, what could I have done better to make this, like, a little more peaceful because all the time you – you, we get quick to blame other people and say, well, it's their fault they did this and they did that. But, you know, it takes two to tango. And it helps you see what um, – it helps you see what you could do better in situations, what you could have done. And it, 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 helps you, it, it helps you recognize the lesson in it. Okay. So for me, okay. you know, I had some – I had some, I had like three, I have a couple of things, but like the three points I want to address right now for me about closure is assessing the situation, reviewing it, like going over it, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then at some point you have to take a stand. You have to know when that situation has come to an end. You have to know when like your time is up. Because you can hold, sometimes we hold on to situations out of fear. We hold on to them because we don't have anything. We feel like we may not have anything to fill that void, and we haven't, like, really thought it out or really went, you know, thought beyond the situation to see what the end could be. So, and another one was, um, taking inventory of your own mistakes. Like I was saying, in a bad situation, you ask yourself, like, what could I have done better? 
you know, did I did I handle everything properly? Did you know, was I the best person I could be in the situation? And you get clarity you get clarity and freedom. Okay. I agree with that. I I agree with that. I um I think sometimes when there are situations in our lives that have come to an end, um, we have a tendency to play the blame game. Mm-hmm. And we want the individual to admit that they're wrong or admit that they did you wrong or we want some type of admission of guilt in the situation. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes when we're looking, when you look for that type of closure, you're kind of making yourself, you're trapping yourself in the situation because you've you've subconsciously told yourself, well, I can't move past this until they do A, B, and C, you know, so whether they apologize, whether they admit to it, you know, whether they come to me and have a kind con- you know, whoever approaches who first. Um Sometimes there is an emotional shift that we need or that has to happen to make us feel better. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier about your own happiness and being responsible for your own happiness. I agree. It, take inventory of your world, your wrongdoings and what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. But even after you get past that, what needs to happen to shift that emotion so that you can move forward? Because, again, sometimes you don't get that apology. Sometimes you don't get that one-on-one conversation because people, because we are human, have a tendency of not always thinking that they did something wrong. You know, maybe they don't think they did you wrong. Maybe they don't think they owe you an apology. You know, maybe they don't think that the conversation is necessary. They say they're done or whatever the situation is that has, you know, come to an end. Sometimes we internalize ourselves, I can't move past the situation until he or she does this or until this situation comes to this point. But if that never happens, what do you do? Are you, you stay stuck in that emotion? How do you get past that emotion? And I really believe that if you are responsible for your own happiness and you do the things that you need to do to make yourself happy, and you might have to cry about it, you might be angry about it, you might have to write about it, because, again, mm-hmm. it's, a shift, it's a shift of an emotion that needs to happen to make you feel better. Okay, now that I'm no longer in that situation, I need to now focus on me, or I need to channel this energy on the children or channel it on school or channel it on my ministry or whatever it is that you need to do to shift the emotion that you presently have when that situation comes to an end. Because, again, everybody don't get closure in situations. Sometimes it's just in the book no. and that's what it is. Well, I know for me right now, I I have recently um, had to part from, um, I'm going to call it organization. I recently had to depart from an organization. And when I say I really, like, I really love the people, I love them. I, you know, wish things could have worked out a little different, but at the end of the day, one thing I know in my mind, body, soul, and spirit is that who the sun sets free is free indeed. 
and that you should not have to be held captive in a situation or allow yourself to be made to feel uncomfortable or made to feel like you're insignificant or what you have to offer is not good enough. So you have to know what we are really saying is you have to know when your season is up. And it's not that you won't, you know, you can't go back to things later at a later time, but you have to know when your season is up. And one and one thing that is definitely getting me through, besides the bumps and the bruises, I'm rejoicing in the skills that I've obtained. I'm rejoicing in the opportunities that I was able to receive because I learned more about public speaking. I learned more about teaching and structuring. I learned more about intercession. I learned a lot of things, and I'm rejoicing in what I what I was able to get. And I think sometimes we we forget about that, even if the situation ends badly. We forget about what I'm not the I'm not the same person who I walked in the situation as. I'm actually mm-hmm. better. I may be. I may be a little bruised, I may be a little scarred, but I'm better. And, of course, when I did my research, it said five ways to find closure is you have to take responsibility for yourself. Like we said, you have to see, did you do everything you could do? Then you have to grieve the loss. You have to take a, you have to take a time out and, like, okay, I need to take a breather, I need to, you know, really, you know, really look it over. You know, that's the review part. I really need to, like, look it over, and then I need to gather my strength. I need to realize, who, you know, even in my situation, I realize who I am, what I add to situations, how I have made a positive impact, and then you – make plans for the future. And a lot of us forget to make plans for the future. It's like we get stuck in situations and, like you said, play the blame game. Oh, they hurt me. They said this. They did this. They did that. And it's like, yeah, all of that happened, but where am I going from here? And it says you need to create, a, a like, a ritual for yourself. And when they say ritual for yourself, like, what what are you going to do to – grab your happiness back. And the ritual that I have right now for myself is I still say my daily affirmations that I'm beautiful, I'm great, I have a lot to offer, still continue to say my prayers, I still continue to do my self-care, and I've made a vow that I'm not going to give the situation any more energy. It's over. And you have to move on. And, yes, I left some <clears throat> really great people behind that, oh, my God, these are some awesome, what they say, awesome. These people have awesome sauce poured all over them. But in this particular phase, in this next phase that I'm going to, there are some more people with some more awesome sauce all over them. And I'm, you have to be open, and we forget to do that because we get we get hurt, and 
I know a lot of times, you know, we, we, we ball up in the ball and, oh, woe is me, but the truth is, it's always something better on us. It's always something better on the other side, even if it is another situation for you to gain some more skills, for you to be stronger, for some more greatness to be pulled out of you. Even if you don't make a lot of friends, even if it's just you have to walk alone, it's still knowing that I'm free. I'm not in bondage with a person, place, or a thing. I'm free. And I'm at peace with that. Okay. That's good. That's important um, to to have. Affirmations, I think, are really, really important. Um, self-affirmations and then godly affirmations. Um, sometimes we feel like we're not You worthy. have to say the scriptures. Yeah, most definitely. Sometimes we feel like we're not worthy or, you know, something that happened. Um but something that came to me um, when you were talking and talking about the, you know, make a parting ways with a certain organization or situation. Um, sometimes things are seasonal. Sometimes we yeah have certain relationships or certain situations in our life just for a season, just for that moment, for us to learn something either about ourselves or learn something that God is trying to show us. Um, and then once we get it, what it is that God has for us, then he removes us from that situation. And sometimes he removes us from that situation abruptly, abruptly, and we don't get an explanation. We don't get closure. We don't get, you know, why did this happen, you know, whatever the case may be. So the reality of the situation is that sometimes when things come to an end, it's because God said it's time for it to come to an end. God said that you, you have ran your course in that it's particular course. situation. And, it, and it's, done, it, it's done what it was supposed to do. It's done what it was supposed to do. And I want you to, you know, walk upright with your head up and just deal with the fact that it's over with. Um we don't have to have closure to move forward. That's what we have God for. You know, having a relationship Absolutely. with him and having a prayer life helps us get that closure that we need, helps us shift that emotion and talk about what, ha- you know, sometimes things that come to an end ain't about us either. Sometimes it's about, it's a lesson or a situation or a circumstance mm-hmm. for that other individual or or for that situation. Sometimes things, that lesson ain't for us. Sometimes a lesson is for someone else when God decides to bring yeah. things to an end or whatever. So it's important to remember, too, sometimes it ain't about just you. Sometimes it's about somebody else. And even though you might not understand it for the moment or you might be hurt for the moment or your feelings might be a little, you know, bruised or you might be a little confused about the social. Everything that happens happens for a reason, and sometimes it ain't about you. Sometimes it's about the other individual or the, the what you are getting out of that situation. Absolutely, and I I have two situations. Um, you know, I have two situations in my life that that are those situations where you're never going to get. I'm sorry. I did wrong. Right. I didn't. Right. Uh, you know, I have two situations in my life. One is with a parent, and the other one 
is, you know, that um, the, the child's parent situation. And I'll address the child's parent situation first because, you know, a lot of people say, well, the bitter, like the bitter baby mama or the bitter baby daddy, you know, that whole terminology should just be scratched out of vocabulary. But when they say that you're bitter because the person doesn't want to have a relationship with you, it's not about, a lot of times it's not about that, especially when you're in a situation where you have one one parent carrying the load and then it's kind of like the other parent does as least as possible. Am I going to get like um, early on, I did get a, you know, I got the apology, but then the actions never changed behind the apology. And the closure for me was realizing that I'm doing the absolute best that I can and I'm doing a great job. I'm happy. My child is happy. I have a job that provides for me. I have a God that provides for me. I have a Savior who I can model when I don't know what else to do. And everything is working out fine. And I think sometimes in those situations, like with the with the parenting situations, you know, yes, things go on between the two people. Somebody get hurt or it don't work out for the best. But the most important person in that situation is the child. And as long as someone is taking responsibility and doing what they're supposed to do, you can let go of the rest of it because it's not doing anything but adding stress to your life. And as long as you continue to bicker and go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with a person, you stress yourself out, you lose your hair, you always angry, or you find yourself in a negative state. And when you negative, you push everything away from you. And when you positive, you attract. So I say that to anybody that's listening that may even be in a parental situation uh, with a with a child involved. And then when it comes to that parent, you know, sometimes parents think that, you know, I'm the I'm the authority in the situation. I don't owe you nothing. I was doing the best that I could do and or they don't want to admit that maybe they're flawed. And then again, that's all right too. Because sometimes you have to forgive and move on with your life. And if you spend your life blaming somebody else for what you don't have or what you couldn't have or what you didn't get, you miss the opportunity to go and be great. You miss it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you don't have those things in your life, those relationships with a mother or those relationships with a father because it was it wasn't going to serve you any purpose. And that space, mm-hmm. there is a God up in heaven that is all-seeing, all-knowing, and all-powerful that he wants to fill that void. It's something that he wants to do. And he wants, He is drawing you closer in that brokenness so that he can fill it. And he can fill it like no other human can. And am I ever going to get a truly I'm sorry and a true admission to some of the things that went on in my life? 
Absolutely not. But you know what? I made it. I'm successful. I have an Mm -hmm. impeccable resume of skills that I've obtained, positions that I have held, and anybody call and check it, it all check out. I've never been to jail. Nobody have come to have to get me from a pimp or at a drug house. And regardless of what I didn't have and what I didn't get, I haven't missed the beat. And sometimes we have to let that go so that we could be who God intended for us to be. Because Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plan that I have for your life, says the Lord. And it is not to harm you, but to prosper you and give you hope and an expected end, meaning there is something more meaningful and something more great that I have in store for you. So what you're missing, don't worry about it. Let me take care of it. I could do it better than anybody. And that's even in the marriage, that if you read the Song of Solomon, that's a love story. And he talked, and sometimes in my relationships, I have had to experience that person not being there and fulfilling the role that they said that they were going to fulfill. But I know that I am my God's, I know that I'm his beloved. I know that Mm -hmm. the way Solomon looked at his queen or the way the Shulamite woman looked at Solomon, I know that that's how God looks at me, that I am his masterpiece. I am his perfect design. And that when I call out to him, I know that it warms his heart. And I know that when I say Abba, he answers because I have that kind of relationship. And if I never get I'm sorry from any type of situation that I've been in, I know that he hears me. And I think that's where sometimes we go wrong, that we look for it in the man, but it tells us don't put trust in the man because they'll let Mm -hmm. you down every time. So we have to keep our trust in God. And if we got a relation, if we have a relationship with God, He closed everything anyway. He said, "Vengeance is mine." So people don't get away with the things that they do to you. They don't get away with never saying "I'm sorry." They don't ever get away with even not changing their behaviors. Got to deal with that. I, amen. Well, <laughs> amen. I, I think. I think um, we all have, or most of us anyway, have a situation uh, where we had to move past it because there was mm-hmm. no, I guess, politically correct closure. There was no apology. There was no conversation. It was more so it was like, okay, we need to part ways or we need to stop talking or something happened that, that brought that relationship to a quick halt. Um I think that when you are expecting for someone who did you wrong or was the guilty party somewhat of a situation, when you are expecting them to acknowledge their wrongdoing to apologize for their wrongdoing, to make you feel better about what either you did or didn't do, you setting yourself up for a long, drawn-out 
recovery. You are setting yourself Absolutely. up for, you know, the sadness and the crying and then the different emotions, angry and mad and sad and different things. Because, again, I really believe that despite what people do or say, Sometimes you just are not going to get the politically correct closure, but you are still responsible mm-hmm. and entitled to forgive. You might not necessarily forget, but you still have to forgive. You have to forgive because God said so. We have to forgive. Absolutely. Like we can't we can't hold on to circumstances and situations that causes us to pro, pro, that prevents us from progressing in life, um, in the word, in God, you know, with our family, you know, because people pick up dispositions. And if you're feeling a certain kind of way about someone that has done you wrong, you know, it could be a church, it could be a school, work, you know, in the home, whatever the case may be, those negative energies transfer. Yes, they do. And then if you don't, and if you're not strong enough, to recognize um, when sometimes people that you are dealing with that you're not necessarily dealing with that individual, um, it, it can consume you. It can consume you to a point to where you are messed up. You can't think, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't mm-hmm. function at work or school. You know, you so, and this person is going on, la, 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 and ain't thought nothing else about it, ain't thought nothing else about you, and you and all of a, of a big old disarray because of the situation. Um, again, I would tell anybody that's listening, um, you're responsible for your own happiness, and whatever that takes, whatever steps you need to take to bring a smile to your own face, to bring joy in your own heart, um, do that. Don't expect for people and things to give you the emotional shift that you're looking for, that you need to be genuinely right. happy with yourself and genuinely happy with life. We are all human. We all fall short. We all do things to one another that we probably shouldn't do. Um, some of us are going to apologize right away. Some of us are going to wait a couple months. <laughs> some of us is not just going to do it at all because we don't think we did nothing wrong. Or hold a grudge forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, we got to, in order to keep ourselves aligned properly um, with what, what God loves and what God expects from us, and sometimes he takes us away from things that we hold on to too darn long. Sometimes there's signs and, and things that happen in our lives that tells you, all right, Tamara, now you know this this is it. No matter what it is, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to pull this, pull you away from this situation. This man, this job, this circumstance, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. I gave you sign after sign and you're not listening to me, and then something major happens. That haunts it, and you, your whole world is devastated. But I tried to prepare. But God saying to Himself, "I tried to prepare you. I tried to tell you that it was time." I showed Sometimes you. Sometimes we got mm-hmm. to let go. We got to. When God talks to us, we know. People be quick. How do I know it's yes. God talking to me? 
you know when God's talking to you. If you truly have that type of, in, you're in that in tune and that type of discernment, even if you're not, even if you are in the world and worldly, you're the subconscious. You have that second voice that's talking to you. God talks to all of us, and sometimes we don't listen, and when we don't, we pay the consequences for not listening. Hence, bad relationships and then the breakups, bad work situations mm-hmm. and then the separations. You know, situations with our parents or our children or whatever the case may be, there is always a sign. There is always some type of warning, as they say, he sends those warning before destruction, that nine out of ten of us don't listen to nor follow um, because we're going to do things our way. And God has a way of saying, Hi, no, you're still going to do it the way I want you to, and now on top of that, you have to endure this level of pain or this level of hurt or this level mm-hmm. of anger and frustration because you did not follow what I advised. My instructions, absolutely. So forgiveness, and there is warning signs. You mentioned it earlier, taking responsibility for yourself and what you did or didn't do in this situation, but just really understanding that when it comes to an end, it's, it's at an end. It's, it is what it is, and everything aiming to happen or last a lifetime. We all have seasons in one another's lives. There are certain things that are just temporary for us for whatever the reason may be. And as my grandmother would say, you put your big girl panties on or your big boy drawers on, and you hold your head up high, and you keep it moving because that's what you have to do. Yeah, and one thing that came to me while you were were talking, when you were saying, um, like, holding on and, and, and the different levels of frustration, like, I, what we don't understand a lot of times is that when we hold on to the negativity, we give that person or that place or that thing, we give it power. And as power, long yeah. as it knows, and as long as it knows, that it's it's affecting you in a negative way, it's gonna keep yep. driving. It it yep. is going to keep driving and driving and driving to agitate you. And one thing, um, being because tra- I like to be transparent because I don't ever want anybody to just feel like this is just a a reality show. This is not a reality show. This is real life. When um. I used to have people who would, like, poke and prod to, uh, like, you know, get you to get me to have outbursts. And it's like, it was like a form of embarrassment because they always wanted, like, somebody to see, like, oh, look how she act, look how she is. And it took me a while to realize, it took me a while to realize that, you know, you are giving that person power because they know that they aggravate you. They know it, and they will continue to do it to make you uncomfortable. And like you said, yeah. you done, you done started a whole argument or a whole situation between two people, and that other person is going about their business yeah. and doing what they want to do. But the moment that you realize when it's time to close the door, because I made a post earlier about, you know, having to block people. Because, you know, moving into a next phase, you don't need those same people being spectators. Mm -hmm. 
and that, you know, the good people that you have to leave behind, you know, when they say when you go to a new level, sometimes you can't take everybody with you. Yeah. You can't take everybody with you. And it's like you have to close the door and lock it on your way out, you know, and sometimes that's the mature thing to do. And that was my post today simply because some people, places, and things don't deserve any more energy. And you have to know that because you're continuing to give, what we say, the enemy. You're continuing to give the enemy power, and you're continuing to have like a crack that they could, that those little spirits that they could creep in, mm-hmm. and you have to close it. And in that time of you closing it, you have to ask God to give you a clean heart and renew a right spirit within you. And you have to find peace in it. You, you truly have to. You truly have to find peace. Like you said, find out what what you like. And one of, and a couple of things that I um, researched before by uh, by being a holistic practitioner, one of the things that a couple of things that I found was like um, it said a hundred and one ways hundred and one ways to make yourself happy, and it was like get buy yourself some flowers. Take yourself out on a date. Go for a walk. Um, put on some makeup. Dress up. You know, you have to do things that you enjoy, and get back, get back to you. And to me, that's what closure is all about: getting back to you. What you like, what you don't like, what you're gonna tolerate, what you're not gonna tolerate. And when you find yourself in those situations, like I've been going to, um, I've been going to class. Um, I've been going to a deliverance class. And one thing that was taught in the deliverance class was sometimes you have to not expose yourself to that. Soon as you feel like the situation is going left, sometimes you have to remove yourself. Whether you're talking on the phone, all right, well, I got to call you back or if you know that certain people are going to be certain places, you could just pop in, show your face to show respect, cut your time. You might have been there an hour. Now you're going to be there 15 minutes. Are you missing out on anything? Absolutely not. You're actually enjoying your peace, your sanity, and you making your you you are grabbing back your happiness. When you say you're responsible for your own happiness, you respond you 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 take you take responsibility not to expose yourself to negativity. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's what it came to me while you while you were talking about not giving not giving situations and people, not not giving them power. That's true because Again, like I said, you're responsible for your own happiness. How long do you allow someone else to to control and dictate your emotion? How you feeling? How you reacting? You moping? You can't sleep? You can't eat? You can't? Oh my God, they did this to me, and oh he said that to me, and oh she did this, and okay, so what? Suck it up, get over it. They fought their loss. If you look at it more so, this is more their loss and not yours, it might be a little bit easier to cope with. It might be a little bit easier to get past 
or get through. Absolutely. You know, don't look at it as if you lost something. Look at it as if they lost something. You know, hold yourself to a higher regard. So, you know, you say to yourself, well, you know, his his loss or her loss or they loss or, you know, (laughs) be them or whatever they versus you feeling like you lost something. I don't know. You feel special enough about who you are as a person and you have a certain... You know, you carry, carry yourself a certain kind of way, then I think it's, it's easier. I'm not saying that all situations is easier to get over because they're not. There's going to be some that's going to be a little bit harder than others because at the end of the day, we are human with feelings. But I think if you step back and look yourself in the mirror and say, what am I losing in this situation? What did I gain in that yes. situation? What was God trying to show me? In that situation, what was the lesson in that situation? Was it for me? Was it for that other individual? Was it for that? You know, whatever it is, because again, it don't have to always be just a relationship. But again, assess mm-hmm. it. Assess, assess it. Hey, what what's the what was the value of this particular situation? What did it bring to my life, good and bad? You know, how how did I embrace it? How did I deal with it? How did I you know cope with it? You know, because, again, I think another reason why it's so difficult for people to get past certain things when it comes to closure is because we feel like we lost something. Well, change that thought process. You didn't lose anything. What did they lose? What did you gain? You know, the lesson learned, you know, whatever it might be, there is always a positive. It's not always negative. There is some positives in losing something or something coming to an end um, with or without closure. There Definitely. is going to be some type of advantage. Some You find that silver lining in the situation and take that and run with it. And like you said, know yourself, build yourself up, smile, find the peace that you need to move on and move on. Yes, because that uh... – and the song come to mind, we say, I'm stronger, I'm wiser, I'm much better. You know, sometimes you have to really focus on, you know, focus on the good. And mm-hmm. I believe that when we, when we really, when we, when you really have good intentions in your heart and you know you're a good person, yes, you get hurt, but you know your worth. You know your yep. worth. Like, you know you know for a fact I'm not insignificant. I am great. I add greatness or my favorite. <clears throat> I add awesome sauce everywhere I go. And you, and you always, in the situation, you look at what you added to it, how many people yep. you touched. You know, you yep. look at how many people you touched. You look at the response that people have to you, whether it might be the person that you want the response from, check out your scenery. Look 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 around you. See what's going on. Yeah. And focus on the good. Because I know sometimes in my own life I I have spent so much time being upset about this, upset about that. And then I reach the place where it doesn't you know, it really doesn't matter. You know, it it really doesn't matter. And I know definitely right now where I am, 
I probably haven't been this peaceful in years, and I'm very thankful for it. I'm thankful for the peace because it's like I don't even have to look forward to being miserable. I don't have to look forward to, like, what scripture am I going to use today? Okay, I got to use this declaration. I got to use this. I got to say this. You know, I don't. I'm not even stressed about using the word. I'm, I'm excited to use the word. You know, I, it, yes, you use the word to fight, but the word is what destroy the yoke and bring life and change. You know, change hearts. So it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be stressful. It shouldn't be a fight. And when I say I'm, I'm at peace. I'm at peace. And I definitely planned out my you and I say when I plan out your future, I have definitely planned and mapped out my future, have a blueprint and I know what to do. And the less and, and definitely what I'm taking out of and it's not the situation I'm in particularly, I'm looking over my whole life and realizing the mistakes and errors that I made. And I'm taking assessment of all of that. And I believe I'm blessed to have a fresh start. And anybody that, you know, when a situation closed, that's a new opportunity to do to, to try it again and try something different. So after I've done my assessment, I know where I made my mistakes, so let's not make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. Now let's now let's move forward. You know, let's not make that mistake again, and let's move forward. Yeah, yeah. Got to recognize what the intent was. Like, what was I supposed to get? If you spend the thought process behind it, it might be that just a little bit more easier to get over it or get past it. Just asking yourself, well, what was I supposed to get out of that? What was God trying to tell me? What was the lesson that I needed to learn? And, you know, when we do things like that, it makes it a little bit easier, and it also confuses those yes, individuals that think they have, you know, oh, my God, I got them distraught, or, I, you know, I got her feeling a certain kind of way, or, you know, they they won't stop calling or whatever. You know, when you turn things around so that it makes sense for you and so that you get the peace that you need to get or whatever, it's sometimes people that hurt you, you know, and it might be a while, but sometimes things or situations that have hurt you or put you in a certain mindset, they come back. They come back, and, you know, they might come back, you know, totally different than what you expected. You know, at the end of the day, whatever the intent is, whatever the lesson is, whatever uh, God intends for you to get from the situation, it'll happen. Might not happen on your time. Might not even happen the way that you mm-hmm. want it to happen. But it most definitely will happen. You know, he says all the time, you use your enemies as your footstool, you know, and he will rise <laughs> you up before them. So people that do you wrong oh, yeah. in situations that turn out to be all bad and you trying to figure out why and what you did wrong. and You know, again, I agree. You're supposed to take an assessment of your own wrongdoing and your own situation because you're only responsible for you. But sometimes you don't got to do nothing wrong. People just just that way. Or such situations Absolutely. and circumstances 
just turn out bad just because. So, you know, it ain't always what you did wrong or, or you know, what you did or didn't do. Sometimes the situation just is what it is, and you're supposed to get whatever it is you're supposed to get out of it, and you keep it moving. So let's not hold on to things and situations and circumstances longer than we're supposed to. Let's let's not do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I say that I say sometimes you gotta recognize your wrongdoing because you know you know who you are in situations like that's why I say be honest with your you know when you say take responsibility for yourself and definitely there are some situations that you were just not gonna ever have a chance anyway. All the effort that you put in is kind of really on you, like the hamster running on the wheel. He not really going nowhere. He just exercising. And when you reach the point where you realize this is not going anywhere, I'm just exercising, let me do something else. So I say to that, when you say you sometimes you didn't, you didn't, you know, sometimes you didn't do anything wrong and you are going to encounter people that they're not going to get, they, they, they're just not going to give you a chance. It's, you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything, and it is what you know. It is what it is, and you even find peace with that. You know, you even find peace with that's how that person is. And until they see that they need to make some changes, I'm gonna be over here being great. I'm gonna be right here being great. And you have to think high. You have to think high of yourself because if you. People treat you the way you treat yourself. If you if you continue to expose yourself to situations that beat you down and tear you down, you are giving the stamp of approval that it's okay to treat me like this. And that is a lesson you have to learn. As you say, you're responsible for your own happiness. That's a lesson you have to learn too. It's unfortunate yes. that it shouldn't be. A, it's unfortunate because it's a let. You know, it's a lesson that you shouldn't have to learn. Like when you say know your worth, but yep. liars exist. You say you would know where you stand with a person that tells the truth, but you'll never know where you stand with a liar. Is because their job is to keep you off balance. So you sometimes you just don't know. But when you when you reach that place inside yourself where you realize it's time to let go, let go and let God. That's the only way. Is because what <laughs> you're trying way. to get it is because what you're trying to get from that individual you'll never get. You, you and you it'll never be the way that you intend for it to be because God has to work on that individual as well. You know, there is things that have yes. to be disclosed to that individual as well. And when people feel like, at the end of the day, when people feel like they ain't do no wrong and they're not going to apologize just because you feel like they should, it's a losing battle. It's a losing battle. And you find yourself yes, in a is. situation where you're frustrated because this individual, they don't get it. You know, I just want you to see it from my standpoint or, you know, I want, you know, we try to plead with this individual to see the things that we see and understand it the way that we understand it. And at the end of the day, they're just not going to 
And if you they do, it's a small percentage that does. And and be grateful for that because it don't happen often where an individual is and going it does, to meet you. And it don't have are. to happen. Like, you know, if you say sometimes you're not going to get an apology. Yeah. And you have to know when to you have to know when to what my boss is always sing a song. You gotta know when to fold. You gotta know when to hold them, and you gotta know when to fold them. You you got you gotta know when to, you gotta learn when to quit. And it's okay. Closure, you know, closure is good. It's 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 a it's a good thing. It's a lot of benefits. And the most important thing is your own happiness. What make you you have to do what makes you happy. Because people do what makes them happy, even if it's aggravating you. If they get yep. a kick out of aggravating you, they going to aggravate you. If they get a kick out of stealing, they're going to steal. If they get a kick out of doing drugs, they're going to do what they're going to do, what makes them happy. So you have to do what makes you happy. And I think the sooner people realize that, the better off a lot of people will be. You know, stop holding people accountable for your happiness because you'll be forever disappointed. You'll always be mad and upset and frustrated when you put your happiness in somebody else's hands and make someone else responsible for your happiness because that's just not the case. That's not how things are going to be. So the sooner you realize that it's all on you, your happiness solely depends on your actions and the things that you do, then I think it would be a lot easier for people to move forward and move on with or without the closure. Absolutely. And either way, either way, you have to move forward. You have mm-hmm. to move forward. You, 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 can't, you can't stay seven forever. You can't, you know, if I, re, if I just reminisce and, and compare every relationship to my first love, I would be miserable. You have to move, you know, you have to move forward and accept people for who they are. People, everybody is different. Every, um, Everybody's like and dislike different things. And you have, to, you have to be solid in your own convictions. You have to be solid in where you stand, what you, you know, what, what you're going to take and what you're not going to take. And when you get there, you have to, real, you have to accept that you're not everybody's cup of tea. Everybody's not going to like you. You're not going to like everybody. But as long as you treat people how you want to be treated, you'll be okay. And when you realize that people are not going to treat, you know, if you're showing love and they're showing hate, you know that's a person, close that door. Close, you know, if you if you're happy and it seems like every time you get around them they bring you down, close that door. You got to know when to, you know, not subject your not subject yourself to be torn down. Right. And I think sometimes and then, maybe our expectations of other people prevent us from doing that because we have an yes. expectation of people that we shouldn't have. We didn't have any callers that wanted to chime in and give their opinion. Let me check with my studio person. Give me one second. Mhm. 
<laughs> well, we don't have any call. We don't have any callers that have anything to say. But the studio person says she she is uh she is getting a lot of information on on the situation. So you know okay. she 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 says she she's learning from what we're talking about because it's helping her with what she needed some closure in some situations. So. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy about I'm happy about that. Yes, that's good. the The intent is always to shed light on certain situations and bring different opinions and views, and you know, make you think about stuff that maybe you didn't think about. You know, sometimes it takes someone else's personal situation or you know someone else's you know circumstances to kind of make us see our, you know, turn the mirror on ourselves in our own lives and situations. So that's great. I'm happy to hear that. Hopefully the things that she hears help her make the changes that she needs to make so that she can be responsible for her own happiness and do what she needs to do to be happy and not depend on nobody else to do it for her. Absolutely. And I can truly, I can truly say I have made that mistake before in all type of relationships, and definitely like when when I had to leave my job, it was like a bit. It was a bittersweet moment because there were so many people. Um, my last day, they threw me a um, going away party, and it was made out like I was such a horrible person, right? And that I was, it was made out like I was a horrible person, and that no one, no one cared for me. When I tell you I left out of that place, and when I tell you that I left out of that place in tears, from about eight thirty a.m. to six o'clock p.m., people poured in to the office where I was. I they poured in, they poured in from the university, from faculty, staff, students, to people poured in out of my community. Like they heard I was leaving and people poured in. So sometimes people could make it seem one way. Yeah. But when you have to when you when you close out a situation and, and you know people have their own agendas, but when you close out a situation and they get to see how many people you impacted, and then you get to see. Because I was not like, I knew a couple of people were going to come in from, you know, from the office. But when I started seeing people out of my community, people coming, people coming from other towns, when I saw that, it was like, oh, my goodness, and, and phone calls and cards and just gifts. And it was a couple of people in there who, you know, they had spoken negatively of me. They were amazed that the people were pouring in. So sometimes we have to un- we have to know who we are and who we truly impact. And are we doing are are we putting for our best foot forward? And it showed me at that moment, regardless of the negative that was around me, I had put my best foot forward. And that it's it's some people that love me, and it's some people that truly truly miss me, and that they 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 were going to miss me. They were going to miss my presence. 
And although it was time for me to close that door, I could leave in peace. Yep. And even the and, and truthfully, even the you know just the recent situation that I faced, I left in peace. I was able to leave in peace, regardless of what someone has to say. I was able to leave in peace. And what Iyanla Vanzet says, you leave in peace and not pieces. Yes, yes, I like that. <laughs> say, say, she, oh, when she said that, I said, what? But to leave mm-hmm. in peace and not pieces. Like, leave in peace and not pieces, yes. Do you hear me? Say, leave, leave with, leave, you know, yes. You might have a little crack. You have. You might have a little couple of cracks. But you don't have to leave a situation totally and completely shattered. And when I went, and I even know, I even know, uh, realized that even being a single mother, like at one point, it was hard. You know, it was hard. It was tough, right? And I'm just like, oh my God, you know, I got, um, I got down on myself. But one morning, I woke up to a little boy smiling, just smiling. And every time I would see him, his eyes would light up to see me. And I have no reason at all anymore to be miserable or to feel like this is hard. He made it easy because he was smiling. And he would say he was smiling. He was happy to see me. And that's what made me put forth my effort to just press on regardless of what press on regardless of what the situation is, what it looked like. Somebody smiling. He smiled and cheered me on. And that's all that and, and sometimes that's all that matters. And if if everybody don't have that little that little face to smile and cheer them on, sometimes we gotta look in the the mirror and smile and cheer ourselves on. Well, that's, that's key. You know, sometimes we ask ourselves all the time, why am I doing this or why am I in this situation or why did this happen to me? And, you know, and sometimes God says back when he says, well, why not? Mm-hmm. What do you say? Have you considered my servant Job? Yes. Like, how, what makes you think <laughs> you so special that you can be exempt from heartaches and pains and disappointments and you know, frustrations, and, you know, that all comes with living. But it all comes, in the end, it all comes to build your character. And hopefully, hopefully you learn to, hopefully you don't have to keep taking the test and keep failing. You reach a point where it's like, okay, I got a couple answers wrong. Yep. But, But sometimes he puts you in that situation where you can study. I like that. He puts you in. He sometimes he have you in a situation where you can study. After after failing so many times, he puts you in study hall. Mm-hmm. And before, and before you could get that one that wrong answer that's the pass or fail. You you remember. Time to go. 
it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I think that's what I think that when you have to when you when you have to find closure, even if it seems like the other person closed the door on you, you dodged the bullet. You just don't even know you dodged the bullet because mm-hmm. later on you see you know he have a way of allowing you to see things happen, or you he have a way of allowing you to see it happen, or you hear about it later. And when you hear about it later, you beyond the situation. You are you are so beyond it, and you like, oh, okay, and you go on. <laughs> yep. Again, I'm and those on and those. Yep. And those and those are the and those are the moments where you rejoice in the God that you serve. That he 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 shielded you. What they say, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will be covered under the shadows of His wings. Like that's when you know He hid you. He shielded He shielded you from from that. And we don't know why sometimes we have to leave a situation or. Sometimes why people leave us, but it, it, it's for our good. Do you have any final thoughts before we uh, end tonight? I just want to encourage those that might be struggling with closure, struggling with circumstances and situations in their lives, and they don't know if they are coming or going, don't know if they should go up or down, left or right. Trust your inner voice. Trust the conversations that you have with God, and even if you are in the world or you don't have you don't don't have a relationship with God, trust your heart. Seek peace of mind, but most importantly, understand that only you can make you happy the way you feel like you deserve to be happy. So whatever person, place, or thing. Is preventing you from truly being a happy being in the Lord or just being happy, period, having a peace of mind, let it go. Pack up, don't look back, let it go. I promise you God will give you the strength and the courage you need to move forward, whether that person's Says sorry, don't say sorry, whether that, it, you know, whatever the circumstances or situations are. Anything that is preventing you from genuinely being happy with yourself first, genuinely being happy with your life and your circumstances and situations, and having a day to day peace, you know, not just for the moment, but a, just the joy and the peace deep within that nobody can give you but God anyway, walk away. It's okay. Mm. It might. Take you a day, might take you two, might take you ten, but one day you'll wake up with a big old smile on your face saying, "Thank you, Jesus. I got out of it. I made it through. I'm still alive." <laughs> I was always told growing up, "What don't kill you will definitely make you stronger." And my final thoughts before we close is, don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> and that's really all I have. And the truth is, that's really all I have to say about it because you will spend a lifetime worrying, and people have moved on. Be happy. Choose happy. 
choose to be happy. If you choose to be happy, everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. And I just want to end with I and I do, I just want to end with one declaration is that I declare a decree that happiness and healing is the children's bread. Okay. Amen so, to that. <laughs> so well, you have Ms. a good Tina, evening. You do the same. I thank you for all our listeners for listening to us here this evening on the Soul Cafe. You guys have a blessed night, and until next week, be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you.